Hi everyone, my name's Max. Uh, welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Welcome to you if, you're YouTube, if you're in YouTube land. Uh, today, I want to ask you a question. Do you suffer from possibility blindness? Uh, it's something that, you know, I see, you know, because what we're doing, we're presenting a certainly an option, if you'd like. It's a possibility. It's an opportunity. Uh, I think that it's no different to the guys in the, let's say, early 50s when McDonald's uh, came about with Ray Kroc. I mean, it was, in hindsight, we would all buy a McDonald's franchise. We just would, goes without saying, certainly for the money that they were asking back then. Uh, but but back then, it was, it was very uncommon. It was the unusual thing. And I think those that did get, you know, get started with McDonald's and Ray Kroc in the 50s, they were they took a big chance. There's no question. We often talk about uh, one of our our first Smith and Sons franchise in North America in Canada. He was the one who took the the biggest risk. I mean, he was the he was the first cab off the rank. Um, but Scotty is a good dude, and uh, you know he's really reaping some of the rewards of you know what he did in the way of taking a chance with Smith and Sons. But you know, I really want to you know further to probably the last email I talked about where. We, we, you know, I discussed the importance of altitude airspeed and having a good idea in the event that the business starts to fail or, you know, the analogy that I used was, was, was a pilot in an aircraft with engines that had failed. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, if we're in business for ourselves and what we've been doing isn't really knocking it out of the park like we'd expected or hoped it to do, then we have to look at the possibilities. In some cases, there's guys and gals right now who are going to back out of owning businesses and they're going to go working for another general contractor because they can't cut it, they haven't got the capacity, they don't have the passion to run a business, they're not as entrepreneurial as what they thought. Maybe they thought they were going to enjoy the world of entrepreneurship a lot more than they are. And I've, I've had it. I've had guys in my own business that say, Max, I just I don't want to run my own show. I just want to work for someone. I want to pull a paycheck. I've got family. I want to enjoy my weekends. I want to play, you know, slow pitch baseball or whatever the case may be. Um, I want to spend more time, you know, developing, you know, some music on the side. Whatever the case is, they're just not committed. However, there is a handful of crazies very similar to myself that are absolutely going to go to their grave uh, as an entrepreneur because they absolutely love doing what they do. And if that is you, then then congratulations. Um, you know, I think the, the challenge is that sometimes we we flog a dead horse. We keep doing what we're doing. And, you know, of course, the definition of insanity is to continue to doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So uh, the flip side of that is, let me, let me qualify that. I think there's a level of persistence and consistency that you need you can't just keep chopping and changing. A lot of people get excited of the cyclic nature or the cyclic nature of business and startups. So everyone gets excited. They've got a new business concept. They've done a little bit of research and development. They've done some feasibility studies. They get into it. It, it, it Out of the blocks, it looks good. And then in six to 12 months, things start to taper off and it becomes work. You know, my dad used to say that success is spelt W-O-R-K. Thanks, Dad, for that. Cheers. Um, you know, and it's true. I mean, the, once the honeymoon period wears off, you've now got to dig deep and find the resolve. You know, it's to be able to continue to have the same passion and desire for the business once you move outside the atmosphere uh, at which the decision to get into business for yourself was made. That is the litmus test. That is the, 
the, the pertinent uh, time where you can really do some self-assessment and go, am I seriously going to see this through to the end? Or am I just did I just get caught up on the romance of being an entrepreneur and all of the business that goes along with it and some of the glamour even? And so my question to you is that if you are a thoroughbred entrepreneur and you want to be in business and you will go to your grave uh, as an entrepreneur, then then what I would ex- what I would ask that you do is that you you always keep your eyes open. Uh, and you, you know, obviously entertain different options. Knowledge is not hard to carry around. And so if there's opportunities that present themselves, I would advise you just to take a look. And that could be, okay, am I going to bring on a new superintendent? Or am I going to, uh, you know, leave full-time staff and just hire subcontractors? Like anything that's going to help you build your business is a possibility and is it going to create uh, something in your business that prevents, or sorry, that presents you or provides you with return on investment? In other words, everything that we do on a daily basis is a risk. And so, you know, what we're talking about is when you initially entertain the possibilities and then maybe you throw your heart over the bar and you actually pursue that possibility, you are looking for some sort of return on investment. You are looking to have something come back to you in the way of profit or uh, an increased opportunity or further opportunity or whatever the case may be, developing business relationships and networks that are going to, uh, you know, support you in your endeavor going forward in your business. Um, You know, I really struggle when people just, you know, flatly refuse to even entertain the possibility because to me that's ignorance and, and, and don't knock something until you try it. You know, uh, I know Gary Vaynerchuk often talks about, um, I don't know, mussels or oysters or whatever, and a lot of people get turned off by the look of them, and I, I don't disagree. But it's really until you've tasted it, how do you know? And so, you know, I think it's, it's prudent that you investigate because if you're satisfied doing what you're doing, then obviously you're going to be less orientated as far as entertaining possibilities. Uh, but I would definitely urge you that you've got to be exploratory especially when it comes to business development. And of course, you know, several ways you can do that. You know, you might be able to increase the efficiency and the productivity and the profitability of your business by getting a coach and a mentor. And I think that would be the outcome. If you are a, if you are a good student and you are opening to learning and you're diligent and you're hardworking, I think that there's no question that a some sort of coach or mentor, whether that is in a coaching consultancy firm or whether it's in something like Smith & Sons where you learn a lot of what you do on the fly and we obviously, uh, you know, we dig deep into the resource that we have in the way of, you know, over a decade in historical data with close to 100 franchise general contractors working within the Smith & Sons or who have joined forces with the Smith & Sons brand. And so, you know, uh, further to that, Really, if you are entertaining possibilities, that's great. Um, if you don't suffer from possibility bl- bl- blindness, then that's great too because every change is an opportunity for growth. Every change presents an opportunity to you to develop further. Now, is that going to develop your business or is that going to develop you personally? Is it going to develop you know, the systems within your business? Like everything there is an opportunity for growth. So, uh, if you've critiqued it and you've looked at certain opportunities and you you value the, the sort of uh, support and assistance you're going to get from a coach and a mentor uh, or a business opportunity like Smith & Sons, 
then you know really what you're talking about it's it's absolutely an opportunity for growth it's a turning point you know i think if you've if you've been scrolling on facebook and you've bumped into one of our facebook ads that are out there you know you're at a point there that you know there's an opportunity for growth it's like do i investigate am i ready for that and you may not be and i respect that um, you know, I talk to, uh, you know, more general contractors on a monthly basis who are just started to look and, you know, really what that ad has done, our videos, they, what they end up doing is that puts a stone in your shoe whereby you now, now that you know, you can't unsee that. You've heard some of the experiences with some of our guys and now it's in your, you know, it's in your thought process, in the back of your mind that there might just be a better way and Smith & Sons might be, you know, the opportunity that you've always been looking for. And I think it is, you know, and I think, you know, further to that, a lot of, you know, I think there's, there's something about the ego of a general contractor and whether you're a guy or a gal and you're a general contractor, a lot of the time it is our own egos that stop us from taking that step forward because, you know, for, for, for somebody who's been in the game, let's say 20 years or 30 years, and they've always sort of had some level of respect and recognition from when, within the, uh, the, 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 the construction fraternity, to go and sort of extend yourself and put yourself in a position of vulnerability, uh, that's not something that we find pleasurable. We don't enjoy taking that back step. I mean, I started doing uh, CrossFit about, you know, two months ago, and, it, you know, just to freaking move the way they want you to move and do the exercise they want you to do, it's it's a little bit like it's not. I'm not comfortable doing that. So you know, the, and a lot of the reason I'm going to persist. Obviously, it's good for my health. You know, if you don't, uh, you know, if you don't take charge of of your, you know, your health and wellness, you'll probably at one stage or another, you know, God forbid, you'll have to take um, steps to handle your illness. So I would suggest that you know you get on board and do something for your wellness. But, you know, for me to stay in that position uh, with my CrossFit coach, you know, I, I actually do that for not just the physical well-being, but I do it because I never want to forget about or forget what it feels like to be a student and in something which is totally foreign because I know that when I talk to GCs, you know, and they explain to me what they're doing in their business and where they're struggling in their business, they really do... Um, there is a lot of similarities between what I go through when I hit that gym and I'm being asked to do things with kettlebells and, you know, bend my body in certain directions, which it's not supposed to do, I don't think. But, you know, I think that, you know, there's a, there's a certain, what I would say is that humility is the unlock. Putting your hand up and say, hey, I'm doing okay, but if I want to go further, I need help. And I, I think we all need that. You know, we all need a coach. And I've said this before, even LeBron needs a coach. And so, you know, I think if you're, if you're sitting there and your business is, is in a stalemate or you're really flattened out or you're having trouble punching through ceilings, I'm telling you right now, whether it's this YouTube channel, whether it's, whether it's this podcast, whether it's a Smith & Sons remodeling experts business, whether it's, you know, a coach or a consultant that you get in contact with that somewhere you find them online or what have you, I would say you need to go and taste you need to test you need to talk and then you need to consider and think about you know i say to guys and gals when they're talking to me about this business and getting on board and joining forces with smithies you can buy a piece of real estate faster than you can buy a franchise from smith and sons because we intentionally slow down the process especially if people are like i'm considering but i'm not sure because i just know what it takes but at some point 
You do have to throw your heart over the bar and it's a case of you have to leap and then the net will appear. It's not the other way around. In business, if you go back to the beginning of this conversation, we're just having all, all this discussion and you're a thoroughbred entrepreneur and you said, yeah, Max, that's me. I'm going to go to the grave as an entrepreneur. Then, then you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate the fact that nothing is guaranteed. Effectively, what we do in business to be successful is we are pioneers, you know, and it's like everyone could go and buy Amazon shares now, but why didn't you buy Amazon shares 15 years ago? Well, who knows? There's a bunch of reasons, bunch of excuses or whatever. But at some point, you may have, you may have suffered from possibility blindness. Um, you know, cryptocurrency is another thing. It's new and it's a bit of a hot topic and there's high risk and there's, you know, high failure rates and all this sort of stuff. It's an unknown quantity, but the, the guys and gals that take a chance, they go and taste it. They go and figure it out. And when you talk to, you know, they're the ones who are going to, you know, at some stage because they keep trying and they never give up, they actually are the ones that gain the historical data from their failure and that helps them, they go forward. And I've talked about this before that we want to fail forward. As general contractors, we have to appreciate and really get used to and embrace the failure on a regular basis as part of our learning curve. At Smith & Sons, we want to try and minimize the failure based off of our historical data. All of our guys are doing 2 and 3x what they did minimum when they first got in the business. Uh, I guarantee you that our guys are marking up their, their materials and labor minimum two times, but more, more, more commonly three times what you would be marking up currently. So they're making more money. We talked to them about scaling up business. So, you know, I think there's... You just have to have the openness. You don't want to suffer from possibility blindness. You've got to understand that change is an opportunity for growth. You've got to understand that sometimes the ego's got to go in the, in the drawer, in the back pocket for a minute while you take a turn and you begin to embrace something that's different that actually is going to, over a period of months and years, is actually going to give you the ability to move faster, to maybe charge more for your services, to be able to scale up a business and uh, really give you a better lifestyle. My name's Max. I'm the CEO of Smith & Sons Remodeling Experts Canada. Uh, like and subscribe. Leave some comments. Shoot me an email if you wish. Uh, max at businessforbuilders.ca uh, or leave a comment below and we will respond to that as promptly as we can. Have a great day. Go build a kick-ass business. I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.